This is Monday Mindset with Isha Warriors, episode 35, Seasons Change, and So Do We. Aloha. My name is Ali Lothane. I've been empowering and inspiring others through yoga for over 15 years, specializing in yoga for teens. If you are ready to live life to the fullest and love it along the way, let's enjoy the journey together. Happy Monday, y'all. Oh, yay, a new week, a new opportunity to create the life that we want to lead, a week full of opportunities and just new beginnings. I was outside just now running around with our puppy in that cool, crisp fall air, the temperature, the, the colors changing, just always that visual reminder to me that things are not meant to stay the same. Seasons change, and so do we. For a person to thrive in this life, change and growth is essential. And change, whether it is expected, and something we've been looking forward to or not forward to, but it's expected, or unexpected and sudden, those changes can bring a myriad of emotions from excitement to heartbreak, feelings of fulfillment to emptiness, and on and on. Often, our human nature is to hold on to the past and what we know, even if what we know is keeping us stuck. It is often our human nature to resist change or to be scared of change, or there is a desire to rush through transitions of change and get to the part where we're happily on the other side of the change. Wrestling with change is normal. Listen in today and hear how to develop a mental mindset that helps us feel peace as we process the inevitable changes of life. So I'm going to talk about today seven different things that can help us feel peace. First, it's understanding that there is purpose in change that it's not happening to you, but for you. In the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verse 1, it says, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Bronnie Ware once said, Embrace the seasons and cycles of your life. There is magic in change. Are you feeling magic in the changes that you're going through right now? It's all about um, how growth, right, is, is part of this plan. It's part of our human experience. And I'm going to put in the show notes, episode 18, it's all about growth and why, why it's so essential to have change and experience change. So I'm not going to talk a lot about that today, but just let's understand that change, that there is a purpose to it. It's not happening to us. It's happening for us. Number two, let's acknowledge that it's normal to struggle with change, whether it's expected or not expected, whether we're excited about it or just anxious about it, right? Allow the feels. Don't fight it. When the weather drops 40 degrees, you don't go outside in shorts and a t-shirt pretending like it's still the same. 
Okay. Sorry. Unless you're a teenager, like then you are going out pretending that it's not freezing outside, right? But you acknowledge, you notice, you notice how the temperature feels. You dress differently. You layer up, right? You don't just ignore the change. You feel the cold. You acknowledge it. We were created to experience an opposition in all things, the sweet and the sour, the pleasure and the pain. All experiences have something to offer us. All emotions are teachers. I think it's really interesting in that scripture in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, it goes on for several verses about, you know, these different seasons of life. There's a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up that which is planted, um, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, a time to build up, a time to weep, and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance. And it goes on. But, you know, as I was reflecting on that scripture, I was thinking about when I think of that, a time to kill, I am reminded that, you know, like, what are, what are habits that, like, what are old habits are ready to die? Like, what am I ready to let go of? Or am I creating space for healing to happen? Is this my time now to create healing? Like, am I ready to let go of the hurt and the pain and create space for healing? I love that it says a time to break down and a time to build up. I mean, we know when it comes to lifting weights that your muscles get broken down before they're built up stronger, right? So are you in a state right now where you feel like those figurative muscles are being broken down or are you in a building up time of life and I love that it talks about there's a time to weep and a time for laughter like there is time for all these things equal they are all teachers all these experiences have something to offer us and I just think that's really important for us to understand that it's important to feel the feels Allow them to happen. Rachel Hollis once said, The difficult seasons we walk through are how we learn to build up strength to manage any situation. Right? I feel like as I've gotten older, I've gotten so much better at sitting in places of discomfort, in walking through different seasons that have helped build up my strength, so that I can manage my mindset and manage how I want to show up for a situation. Don't ignore what emotions are coming up. Don't push aside pain and heartache. And also, don't be blind to the joy and the love you can see even in the darkest hours. Allow yourself to feel the feels. That's number two. When we're moving through change, when they come up, feel it. Acknowledge it. And let's, number three, mindfully reflect on what this season is offering us. This season, right now. Appreciate the season for what it is. Ralph Waldo Emerson once said, each moment of the year has its own beauty. I have always thought we have lived all over the United States, and I have always loved where we live for what it has to offer. It's not going to do me any good to compare where I am at to the mountains of my past, right? They're different. They are just different. And I can love exactly where I'm at for what it has to offer. So are you holding on 
to the spring of the past, right? Or are you trying to jump ahead to the winter or the next season of life right now, not, not acknowledging what this season in your life has to offer? What is it that it can offer us instead of focus on what it is not or constantly hoping for it to change into what comes next? Focus on the now. Henry David Thoreau once said, live each season as it passes. Breathe the air, drink the drink, taste the fruit, and resign yourself to the influences of each To every season, there is a purpose. What does this season have to offer you? George Santiana once said, to be interested in the changing seasons is a happier state of mind than to be hopelessly in love with spring. Okay, so just ask yourself, am I interested? Am I interested in what this season, this change in my life has to offer me? And I promise you that will bring you to a healthier and happier mindset than if you're hopelessly in love with spring. If you're just dwelling on what could have been or what used to be or what should be. What does this season have to offer you? Number four is be open to change. It's huge. Like it sounds easy, but okay, I'm going to be open to change. Let's look for the good to be found in the change. Decide what you want to harvest and keep. There's this poem that I saw. I'm going to read it to you. What am I bringing to harvest in this season of my life? What are the treasures I have been given that will be touchstones for the days ahead? What do I wish to store in the cellar of my soul? I love that. Beautiful words. There are truths you are learning right now through this season of change. Has this change forced you to take a closer look at your life, at your habits, at your relationships? Has this change given you an opportunity to learn new things? Back in the day, it was essential to can, to jar, right? Or to dehydrate fruit and vegetables, to smoke the meat so that they are all preserved. They needed to preserve them so they would have sustenance in the winter months ahead. Not only should you... Be present with your current thoughts and emotions and feel the feels. But let's examine them. What do we figuratively want to can and store up in the cellar of our souls, right? What things do we want to keep to preserve us in the months ahead? Write down the insights you see about yourself, the aha moments that you've had truth, hope, and knowledge, these things will sustain you as you continue to process change or when other changes occur down the road. For me, being a parent is a humbling thing. And there are constant changes I learn from in the different seasons, not only of my life, but of my kids' lives. Oh my goodness, if you don't have teens yet, be open to change, let that just be your mantra. (laughs) Just let that be your mantra. It is coming and it will hit you rapid fire at different seasons. And I believe I am a more compassionate person because of what I am learning about parenting and loving my own teens, about embracing and being open to the changes 
some expected, some very unexpected changes? What are things that you have taken away? What are things that you want to keep and store up and hold on to to preserve you in the days and months ahead? Number five, processing change takes time and effort. Okay? And sometimes, a lot of times, let's be honest, there's a lot of trial and error in how we handle change. Give yourself grace and compassion as you learn. That's number five. Give yourself grace and compassion as you learn and process whatever season of life you are in, whatever changes have come your way. I remember many years ago when we decided to homeschool homeschooled for about four or five years. Oh my goodness, my whole world shifted as my life shifted and all my priorities completely changed and my schedule out the door. It took me months to embrace the new crazy and to figure it out. And when am I going to get in my exercise now? And when am I going to have that downtime and all the things And it took a while to appreciate the experience for what it could offer our family in a totally different way. And then guess what? Again, when we decided that it was right to put the kids all back into school, lots of changes, lots of letting goes, lots of, okay, these are the things that I loved about homeschool that I want us to keep doing. These are the things, you know what I mean? Like so much change. We could sit here all day talking about the different changes that each of us go through, right? Give yourself grace and compassion as you figure out this new version of you and as you create a new normal. I love this idea that we are constantly creating a new version of ourselves. Snakes have no problem with this concept, right? They are constantly discarding old skin, creating the new, moving on with life. But sometimes we have a hard time embracing the new us and what that looks like. Have patience with yourself and your loved ones as you all are figuring it out. Be aware that everyone processes change at a different pace and in a different way. Give yourself grace and compassion as you figure out this new version of you, right? Compassion for you. As you give yourself that grace and compassion, you will easier be able to give others that same kind of forgiveness and grace. Number six, try baby steps. In the movie, What About Bob? Bill Murray is told by Dr. Leo Marvin to take baby steps in his healing to then which Bob takes literally. And as he walks out of the doctor's office, he says, baby steps to the door, baby steps to the elevator, and so on. I find change can be super overwhelming. All the new decisions that have to be made, all the new things that have to be figured out. It's easy to say, focus on this season. Look for the good right now. Don't hold on to the past or jump ahead and worry about the future or feel a rush to get to the other side of this change. But it's a lot harder to do in practice. Baby step to the next right thing. Ask yourself, What is the next right thing for me to do? And listen to what your gut instincts tell you. Not comparing it to what anyone else is doing. 
not worrying about what it's going to look like to anyone else. What is the next right thing for me to do today in this moment, next week, right? What is the next right thing? There's a song that Kristen Bell sings in Frozen 2 that is entitled The Next Right Thing. She sings it after she's lost someone she's loved. The song is brilliant. You guys, I'm going to read a few of the stanzas here and then I'm going to link the whole thing in the show notes. I'm going to make sure that it's the sing-along version. You're welcome. Okay, so here is a part of the next right thing. This grief has a gravity. It pulls me down, but a tiny voice whispers in my mind, you are lost. Hope is gone, but you must go on and do the next right thing. Can there be a day beyond this night? I don't know anymore what is true. I can't find my direction. I'm all alone. The only star that guided me was you. How to rise from the floor when it's not you I'm rising for. Just do the next right thing. Take a step. Step again. It's all I came to do. It's all that I came to do. The next right thing. I won't look too far ahead. It's too much for me to take, but break it down to this next breath, this next step. Don't you love that? When things are feeling overwhelming to you, let's break it down. And you know, I am all about breaking it down to the next breath. Bring it down even to the next breath, the next step, baby steps. The next choice is one that I can make is how she ends that. Do you see, even in that song, how she moved from a mindset of hopelessness? I am all alone, right? Listen to the words that she's saying. Is there even day beyond this night? I can't find my direction. And then as we start taking baby steps, we start moving to a place of empowerment. Oh, okay, the next choice, I can make that. Like, I can make the next choice. Take as many baby steps as you need to do the next right thing for your journey. Keep progressing. Keep stepping. Do not give up hope. Laugh along the way. Find humor and joy. And finally, let go of the things that keep weighing you down. And that song I just shared, it was grief that was weighing her down. What is weighing you down? What do you need to let go of? That's number seven. What do you need to sift through and release? Right, I want you to come with me thinking about this harvest time and farmers, right? Farmers do all they can to limit the number of weeds within their crop. And then they still have to sift the weeds from the crop and separate them out. Traditionally, afterwards, they often will burn dead leaves and residue of crops so that um, it disposes of leftover straw and it helps control disease and pest problems that can carry over between crops like Not only do they sift through and get rid of and they have different processes that separate the weeds from the product they want to keep and then they separate out even, you know, they use threshing and winnowing to to get the product, right? To separate all the unnecessary parts of the wheat and the corn and all the things so that they can have a viable product to sell that we can use. But even after that, then they will burn, burn leaves and those things so that the, the field can be ready for the next harvest, can be, can be rich. All right. So 
What emotional baggage are you holding on to from the past? What can you do to figuratively sift through and thresh and winnow and then maybe even burn away those things that are weighing you down, that are keeping problems in your life and keep bringing disease into your future crop? Be open to what you might have to implement, what changes you yourself might have to do. There are big machines that farmers use to these these things. You might have to take big actions. They might be really small. Again, what's the next right thing for you? I also think, of course, you know, gorgeous colors of fall. And I always wish that that splatter of color could last longer. But the changing leaf color each fall is part of an important and complicated process that ends in those leaves being shed at the end of each growing season. The actual term used to describe this process of leaf dropping is known as abscission. Although some parts of trees like stems and buds can handle freezing temperatures, most leaves cannot. So in order to protect themselves, trees and plants shed diseased, damaged, or dead tissue, namely their leaves, while simultaneously sealing the point where the leaf, uh, I don't even know how to say this word, but petiole, okay, connects to it, okay? So when you are transitioning to a new season of life, when you're going through change, the people and the situations that no longer fit you will fall away. Don't fight the process. Like as humorous as it would be for like you to see this cartoon of a tree trying to hold on to the leaf and grabbing it once it's fallen off, right? But like that's us so often, you know? But if you want to move into a place of healing, it might mean letting go. Letting go of people or situations that are toxic, right? That are disease-ridden. And in no way am I suggesting that letting go is easy. Letting go might have lasting ramifications that affect not only you, but your family, your loved ones. It could mean changing a job. It could mean moving. So many things. I love this quote by Rumi. He said, be like a tree and let the dead leaves drop. What do you need to surrender and let go of? Seasons change. And so do we. Understand that this is part of our human experience. There is purpose in change. Understand that it's normal to struggle and wrestle with change. Allow the feels. Notice what our emotions are trying to teach us and these experiences have to offer. Reflect on what this season has to offer us, appreciating it for what it is the beauty that it can be. Be open to change. Look for the good that can, can be found. Decide what lessons you want to keep. What do you want to harvest and keep? Try baby steps. Try baby steps and moving into the next right thing. And then finally, you guys, let go. Let go. Let go of those things that no longer serve you in your life and in your journey. See, Frida once said, as thoughts fly, seasons change. Wash off your bleak soul 
in the bliss of inner peace and enjoy the season of change. Wash off your bleak soul in the bliss of inner peace and enjoy the season of change. It is my prayer for you that whatever season of life you're in, whatever changes you are processing, that you will find that inner peace to carry you through it. Research has shown that doing yoga even just once a week helps balance cortisol levels, raises serotonin levels, and helps calm the nervous system. It also builds not only physical strength, but emotional fortitude and self-confidence, all of which are crucial components of maintaining a flourishing mental health. Isha Warriors offers an eight-week series entitled Freedom from Depression and Anxiety with over 40 yoga videos for all levels of ability, breathing exercises, sleep helps, motivational talks, and weekly journal prompts that promote introspection. It is perfect for the whole family. You become the person who stays grounded, clear-minded, and calm, and you become the most powerful person in the room. Buy the program today and enter in code HAPPY20 to receive $20 off. That code again is HAPPY, all capital letters, 20. Why wait another day to get more peace in your life?